What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another new podcast episode on the Personal Finance Podcast. Hope you're doing well. In today's episode, we will be talking about a stock market crash slash slash correction. Okay, so let's start talking about what a stock market crash even is. So now, as you may have seen in the news or even in your investment portfolios, the market has been going down due to many different reasons. We'll be talking about this and many more things. But before we do that, before we start off by talking about the markets, take a look at the Instagram and Twitter pages of the podcast about Personal Finance 30 and Personal Finance on Twitter where I post information about what the podcast is about. If you like what you see there, drop a follow, like the post, and share with a friend or family. Okay, so let's get into today's episode. First, let's start talking about what a market crash even is. Like, what needs to happen for it to be even considered a crash or the market correcting itself? So first, to understand this, let's look at what a correction even is. So in investing, a correction is a decline of 10% or more in the price of a security or a stock from its recent peak. Now, corrections can happen to individual assets such as like individual stocks or even bonds or even treasure or even to an index uh, measuring a group of assets. Now, an asset index may also fall in the market into a correction either briefly or for a sustained period of days, weeks or even months or even longer. However, the average market correction is short lived and normally lasts anywhere between three to four months. Now, that means to say like. Um, you know, in, in like the short term, the market will continue to go up. Like the stocks may start to go up after a certain time, like maybe after a month or even a couple of days, but it will take for it to a gradual couple of months and weeks for it to reach its sort of peak about where the market was before. Now, investors, traders, and analysts use charting methods to predict and track these corrections. Now, many factors can trigger a correction from large-scale macroeconomic shifts to the problems in a single company's management plan. The reasons behind a correction are as varied as the stocks, indexes, or markets they may affect. So, you know, if a company is not able to pay its shareholders for some reason, some people may think about selling the stock instead of keeping it because they don't see that long-term potential. You know, the the company might readjust itself, but some people may think, hey, you know, maybe I want to invest this money somewhere else and I can get a greater dividend return as well um, based on what the market is. So now, now let's get some of the key takeaways. So a correction is a 10% or greater uh or price of a security asset or finance market. Corrections can last up to anywhere from days to months or even longer. Now, while damaging in the short term, a correction can be healthy, adjusting overvalued asset prices, and they also provide buying opportunities. Okay, so let's look at some of the pros and cons of what happens when a market correction takes place. Okay, so some of the pros are it creates buying opportunity into high value stocks. So now there are many, many high value stocks out there, as you may have seen, um, some that are valued at a more higher level. For example, you could take bank stocks. They're valued at a very high level. That means that their share price is quite high for an average investor or for a beginner investor to invest. Now, when a correction happens within that market, if it does, then it creates um, an easier buy for someone that's just entering the market. And these value stocks, you know, you can get them at a very good price when the market is undervalued. And that'll actually help um, you really, you know, really get a position into that bank stock. And now whenever it goes up, 
you're going to see the gains in the future as well. Now, it can be mitigated by stop and loss loss limit orders as well. That's one of the other pros. You know, you can you can mitigate this risk by stopping uh, your orders or um, reducing the limit of your orders. Now, now it also calms down the inflated markets. And as you may have seen, you know, currently as we look at the markets and various things, everything is very very expensive, right? And so if something were to cool down this market, then and sort of balances the things out and it sort of reduces some of the expenses or some of the main things that are going on in terms of the markets as well and it creates more buying opportunity again now let's look at some of the cons now so it can lead to panic overselling now this is one of the main things that happens when a stock market correction or even crash takes place as many people panic that they may lose all their money or they oversell or whatever it may be and then when they look back the market rebounded like like normally like the market rebounded even better than they would have sold their investments from and then they realized that maybe they should have kept those investments instead and it would have given them a greater return in the long run that's why you want to look at the long run but again if you're a short-term investor and you know the market's going down or whatever and you need to sell the money for other reasons or for other investments then those may be some of the reasons uh why people may want to sell their investments but you know honestly in terms of panicking, there's nothing really to panic about. You know, you want to look at your portfolio. You want to look at, you want to speak to your financial advisors or if you're working with a professional in terms of investing. And you really want to take a look at what is risky, you know, where you can lose the most money. You want to discuss different scenarios. You want to look at different scenarios within the market and your portfolio as well. And you want to see where you stand with your portfolio as well. You know, have you invested in a lot of individual stocks? of where the industry might go down have you invested in uh, stocks that might go up in the future as well they're just sort of down right now because of the way the market is acting have you invested in leveraged ETFs um, exchange traded funds and mutual funds index funds so depending on your security or which market you sort of invested in that's how you should sort of narrow down to really see hey do I want to sell this right now or do I want to uh, sort of, you know, keep it? Now, the next thing is it harms short-term investors, investors, leverage traders as well. So now this is also another thing that I was talking about. And the last thing is it can turn into a prolonged decline. So that basically means that some people may think like it can turn to a greater decline of it, like always decreasing. But that's normally not the case, depending in the market. Okay, so before we end this pros and cons conversation, it's also important to look at what, um, how the market's acting and really see what you want to do. Because actually, when there's a market crash or even correction, a lot of investors are actually buying uh, stocks and securities, as I mentioned in one of the pros, because it's a great buying opportunity if you have money to invest, because essentially you're buying low right now. And then when it returns in high, you know, you can maybe sell it for a profit or keep it or whatever it may be. And that's one of the great advantages of investing, right? If you find the right time, then it's good to invest in it. So, for example, you could look at you could look at markets such as the cryptocurrency market currently that's down. So it may be 
it may be good to invest when it's low compared to as it, when it was higher, even during its mid-peak. Now, the person that has some money to invest, they may be investing it. But again, like as we've talked before, cryptocurrency is volatile. Now, in terms of stocks, for example, yeah, I had mentioned this in my previous podcast as well. You know, Air Canada is a undervalued stock right now just because of the fact that the share price is hovering around $25, $26, $27 as well. And it's sort of an undervalued stock just because of the fact that aviation and international travel is not taking place. Now, you know, some people may be going for business trips even during this time. But again, that's not enough on a global level, on a bigger sales perspective. Now, if you invest in that stock, you know, as things are reopening now, it may see future gains like it could even go up to $40, right? We don't know how the market will act. And depending on how travel sort of gains traction, uh, that's how you'll see the changes. Now, more, more, there are a lot of people that are wanting to travel. So, you know, that would be interesting to see how the market really takes and that toll on aviation and air travel and really seeing how that rebounds. Now, if you invested in that, for example, you know, you wouldn't see any damage gains right now, but maybe in the future, again, it's always risky. Okay, so now let's talk about what are some of the important things to that you should do when there's a market crash or correction. So the first thing to do is look at how the market is reacting and see where your portfolio stands. Even if your portfolio may be in the red, meaning like it's low, you should still try to hold on instead of panic selling because eventually everything does go back up as I was talking about before. You know, eventually, even though there's a market crash or correction, eventually that that price or that uh, stock will go up. Now, sometimes what happens is someone buys a stock for the price of, let's say, $20, for example. And now it falls down to $18 and it continues to fall even below $18. Now that person may be thinking, hey, did I buy the stock at an overvalued price? Well, now the market is going down and there are investors that are buying when the market's down. So they may be saving more money as they're able to buy a greater amount of shares. So they have a greater amount of buying power in terms of buying the amount of shares they can because you're saving a bit more money. Now, that's one of the things to look at. And now the second thing is during this time, look for other stocks or other good buys in the market as well, as many investors are. And look at look to see if they're at a good price while the market down, market is down as well. Now, buying lows and adding these stocks to energy, to rather buying these stocks to your portfolio will help you see growth in the future as they continue to rise. Now, energy stocks, technology-based stocks, finances may all be good picks as well. Now, the third thing that you want to look at is understand how the market is working. Now, this is very important. You want to read articles and look at the news to see how the market is shifting, for example. This will help you better shape your decision as to how you want to move within the market as well. So really do your research and understand how the shift is and understand what sectors are seeing booms and what sectors are going down. Maybe you want to put some more money into that. And, you know, eventually everything rebounds because that's how the market reacts, right? There are booms and busts. Sometimes the market goes down, sometimes it's going up, but you want to make sure that whenever you're investing, you're able to get it at a good share price that you seem fair within your budget or financial understanding of that stock or uh, security or that whatever investment you may be doing. Now, following these steps may help you better navigate the market. 
Okay, so now let's look at some of the different types of crashes, or rather terminology. So when people say that a dip has occurred, that means that it's a brief downturn and can and from a sustained longer term term uptrend. So for example, the market may go up by five percent, linger, and then it can come back down to two percent over a few days or weeks. So that's like a dip. So the market went the market went down by five percent and then it's going down by two percent again. So that's like a dip and you know you're seeing the market go down even more. So another thing to look at is a crash. So a crash would be would be sort of classified or sort of uh, defined as a sudden and very sharp drop in stock prices, often on a single day or even a week. So, you know, we've seen that, like, for example, if there's some big news um, regarding a company and it's not good or it's not favorable on their side, their stock may uh, reduce in value by 5 to 10%, uh, depending on the value and depending on its investors. And um, sometimes a market even crashes is a period of economic malice, such as the 1929 crash when the market lost around 48% in less than two months, kicking off the Great Depression. Now, that's going way back. and um, But that's not always the case. You know, in October of 1987, stocks plunged 23% in a single day. That was the worst decline ever before roaring back over the next year. See, they roared back. And crashes are rare, but they usually, do, but they usually occur after a long period of uptrend in the market. Now, oftentimes, when we look at these crashes that happened in the 1900s, 1987, 1929, uh, you know, those sort of give us general ideas and pictures of how the market reacted at that time. Now, of course, there have been more recent events that we can sort of look towards and re really see um, how the market has reacted within those uh, markets as well. Okay, so now let's look at a bear market. So a bear market is a long sustained decline in the stock market. One loss surpasses 20% from the market's most recent high, and that's considered to be a bear market. Okay, so let's look at another example. So as I mentioned before, aviation stocks are currently trending down for almost the past year due to no international travel. Now that may be a good buy as they're below market value and they may soar in the future as things open back up as I mentioned before. Now, even when the market is down, there's always a good buying opportunity. But I would say that it needs to be found, you know. Some people may say, hey, everything's going down. There's not a good buying opportunity. There probably is. There just needs to be an amount of research done or looking at the general news and really seeing how markets are reacting, you know. Some people that want to play it safe, they might not buy anything when the market is down. And that's, you know, fine depending on their financial situation. You know, they might look at how the market reacts and then they might think, next time or whenever they feel like the right time is to invest then they can invest as well now, normally when the market is going up as well after a crash it doesn't straight away go up there's going to be a sort of a middle ground where many investors will find a chance to invest as well so i would say that there are three types of times when investors really invest their money first it's during a crash and then it's during the middle so that's just before the peak and then once the people that have invested in the middle 
they're going to see a bit more gains when it reaches its peak. And then in some investors that have more money or they still see that there's future value in the stock, then they may purchase it then as well by paying higher share price as they think it's worth it. Now, someone that bought it during the crash, they would see a greater amount of return. Someone that bought it in the middle, they would see a slight okay amount of return and those who bought it when it was peaking up they may see um an okay return but not as much as uh the investor that invested when it was low so for example let's suppose that a stock was um at ten dollars a share when the market dropped and now it's thirty dollars so you know you made a you're gonna make a bigger profit and suppose a middle investor bought it for you know let's say fifteen dollars a share and then uh, when this market was peaking, another investor bought it at $20 a share. So those increments of even $5, they can make a big difference if depending on the amount of shares that you buy. Okay, so, well, this is what you need to know about a stock market crash or even correction. All information in this podcast is provided for educational purposes only. Please be sure to do your own research before investing anywhere. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for a new episode. Stay stay tuned for more new episodes coming out later this week. So in an episode later this week that's coming out, we're going to be talking about another cryptocurrency topic. We're going to be looking at a coin that people are mining and they're saying that it may have a future value or a future of greater potential in terms of the crypto in terms of the cryptocurrency market. So we'll be taking a deeper dive into looking at how that cryptocurrency is, if it's investable, how most people are investing into it, and many more things related to that topic. So stay tuned for that. Thanks for listening.